The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss an in-depth guide of meeting and exceeding customer expectations. Joining us is Courtney Trudeau, who is the SVP of Tech Strategy at Merkle, which is a leading data-driven customer experience management company that specializes in the delivery of unique personalized customer experiences across platforms and devices. And in addition to providing us with a guest today, Courtney and Merkle are also sponsors of the MarTech Podcast. Yesterday, Courtney and I talked about CX at the scale and speed of customer expectations. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about why the biggest barrier in technology is data. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Courtney Trudeau, the SVP of Tech Strategy at Merkle. Courtney, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Good to be back. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. You know, yesterday we talked about the three parts of the customer experience pre-purchase, during purchase, and post-purchase, and how those have evolved specifically in our post-COVID lifestyles, a lot more digitization, a lot more personalization. So talk to me a little bit more broadly about what's happening in technology. You have this philosophy that the biggest barrier in tech is data. Tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. We mentioned in the first podcast episode about your first-party data strategy. So in order to get to a point where pre during purchase, post-purchase, you're able to reach your customers and provide that customer experience. You need to have not only a data strategy, but you need to have the infrastructure in place that your data is coming together, that you're learning about your customers, and then giving access to your marketers to that data so that they can then use it to, in the moment of the interaction, provide that experience to your customers. So it seems pretty fundamental that data is pretty much, it's that key to unlocking all of this. It's not just the key to unlocking it, sort of owning the data is important, being able to aggregate it. And I feel like that's where the beginning marketers are like, great, I need to collect all this data. Collecting data is useless. Maybe that sounds controversial, but having data and holding data for the sake of collecting it doesn't do your business any good. It has to be actionable. We've seen a little bit of a a technology shift here in the way that people are analyzing their data and using it. We've gone from, okay, I'm going to have, I don't know, a spreadsheet, maybe a build a database. Then we had CRMs and we had CDPs. Now we've got reverse ETL and, and sort of the new innovations in the CDP landscape. 
Talk to me about how smart marketers are not only collecting their data, but making sense of it in real time. Yeah, absolutely. So having that fundamental data strategy about what data you want, why you want it, and how you're going to use it is super key, again, to that underlying infrastructure. What we're seeing marketers do with success is building that foundational cloud data warehouse to have a point where all your data comes together. And having that cloud data warehouse work in conjunction with some other technology like a CDP or reverse ETL is going to help then activate your data in real time. But you need that cloud data warehouse to build that foundation and bring the data together and resolve identities, enrich it, get it to a point that it's usable by those downstream platforms to be successful in that moment of interaction. Now, you're a tech strategy lead and for a prominent agency, so I'm going to ask some tough technical questions here. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Explain to me what the heck that means, <laughs> because <laughs> I've been a marketer for 20 years, and we built our own. I am so proud of this. It was so hard. Built our own database, and it's in the cloud. That's great. And all of a sudden, we've got all of our data in one place, but thinking about, okay, well, now we have the central repository for our data. Like, what do you need to get it set up? Where should marketers be putting their data? How should they be extracting it? Let's go a level deeper here and talk about what the table stakes are today. There's a lot of different answers depending on your size and organization and maturity. But if you think about all the different touch points that you have with consumers today, that's a lot of different touch points. So that's a lot of different sources of data. The easiest way to aggregate it is in that cloud data warehouse because it allows you, it has the built-in capabilities to ingest the data in its raw format without having to structure it to bring it together. And this was something that was legacy of the past when you built like this huge monolithic database on-prem, you had to bring data in in a very structured format. And that has since changed with these cloud data warehouses. You can ingest the data as is and then transform it to a common standardization for your business rules, how you want it to come together. And that is really one of the big modernizations of the database that has provided marketers with access not only to data, but the right data to be able to reach their consumers. I think about this in the metaphor of moving from an apartment to moving to a house. If you don't have a lot of space when you move, you have to put everything away when you move in. You can't get to the refrigerator if the box of pot and pans is in a tiny little galley kitchen. When you move into a big house, sometimes you can afford to keep the boxes out on the shelf and still be able to get to the dishwasher, get to the kitchen without putting everything away all at once. And eventually you start to figure out, all right, how do we clean up this mess? You can throw everything in one bedroom and just get to it later. Now that theoretically everybody can move to the cloud, they don't have to worry about the number of servers they have in their closet. They can have an unlimited amount of capacity to store data. Sure, you have to pay for it. Talk to me about the process once you have your data there, you're cleaning it, and how do you actually get to activation? So once you're cleaning it and you're standardizing it, you're using some form of identity resolution to bring all the data together. So keep in mind, if you're bringing in a lot of sources, they might have different identifiers to say, this is Courtney Trudeau. I have an email address. I also have a device ID. I have all sorts of identifiers. So there's identity resolution to bring all these parts of data together. And then there could be some sort of enrichment. Again, you can buy third-party data enrichment. 
and to enhance your data. And then it's basically ready for consumption once all of this has happened. And we see consumption done in a few different areas. And when I say consumption, I'm talking about purposeful built data models that adhere to your data strategy to get to those marketing and downstream systems. So an example of that would be a CDP. So you can plug your CDP. And I, when I say plug, I mean integrate your CDP with your cloud data warehouse and decide based on your data strategy, what data will flow into your CDP and on what time interval so that then you can use that data in a CDP. A marketer can very easily go in through a nice GUI type interface and create an audience and then decide where to push that audience to and what message to attach to that audience. So then the last problem becomes, all right, well, there's this activation. I've gone in, I've put all my data in my brand new house. I've cleaned it up. I got everything on the shelves that I want. And now all of a sudden I have to start living there. When we think about the barriers to actually using your data, where do companies fall down once they've actually got a relatively clean sense of data? Yeah, I think where a lot of companies fall down is in your first point at the top of this podcast. It's that data strategy, understanding what your end goals are, who you're trying to reach, and how you're going to use that data to provide the right offers and value to your consumer. We often see that people think, I need my first party data, and I also need a CDP. And you're like, okay, well, what do you want to do with it? And where do you want to activate? And how are you reaching consumers today? And how is that going to change? So I think... Number one, that's a big falling point. I think another big falling point is organizationally centralizing audiences and marketing messaging is not traditionally how organizations have grown up. Traditionally, marketing was very siloed by channel. But now, as you think about how you can interact with a consumer in any channel, when you think about your marketing campaigns, they can't be channel-based. They have to be customer experience-based. So that's a very different way of thinking about things and a very different process for pushing out marketing. You have to have a sense of what you're trying to accomplish when you're setting up your data strategy. It's not just about, I need to collect every little bit of data and I need to clean it all so I can figure it out down the road. You have to start with a sense of what you're trying to accomplish. It's also, you have to have a sense of what your budgets are, what your goals are, so you can right size and grow your data strategy. And that's what we're going to talk about in tomorrow's episode. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Courtney Trudeau, the SVP of Tech Strategy at Merkle. Join us again tomorrow when Courtney and I wrap up our conversation talking about making the most of your tech and data investments. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Courtney, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her company's website, which is Merkle.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E.com. And also on the Merkle website, you can find the tech innovation roadmap. You can also go to our show notes and we have a link directly to Merkle's tech innovation roadmap. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.